0: Welcome back to the Part-Time Otaku Podcast. My name is Dave. My name is Grant. And it's Demon Slayer time. Hell of a week this week for both Demon Slayer and Attack on Titan, which we are also covering right now, so stay tuned for that. Um, But if it's your first time here, we are anime only viewers. We have not read the manga, so we know as much as you do. Uh, And we're coming off of Season 2, Episode 7 of the Entertainment Arc, or Entertainment District Arc, but Episode 14 of the whole Season 2. It's a mess, but I think we're just gonna. (laughs) Yeah, we're gonna go with Episode 7 and and so on and so forth for now. as far as the uh, thumbnail that we used today, this is not fan art. This is new key art straight from Ufotable. Um, I understand why they only re- you know, revealed it as of now, because it's a spoiler for this episode. Um, but it's really great art, and it looks like this is going to be a really fun continuation of the arc. Um, so I will read the synopsis for this episode, then we're going to break it down, talk about our favorite moments, questions we have, etc. Episode was called Transformation. Daki's fight with Nezuko reaches dramatic heights. Tenjiro struggles to aid Nezuko, and Tengen finally arrives to help, but faces a new threat. Some surprises in this one, Grant.
1: Goddamn! <laughs> <laughs> this is an awesome episode. Fantastic. Um, I vaguely remember. I'm not sure if it was last week or the week before. Um, you know, you and I towards one of the end of the episodes, you and I were kind of not puzzled, but you know, at least I think I was saying like, there's the shoe is not dropped yet. Like, there's something. This isn't it. Because, like, the docky stuff yeah. seemed to come in, like, really early and really quick. And it seemed like, you know, big, bad ending fight scenario. And it's like, what like what is it? And this episode completely caught me off guard. It In a season that's, like, super refreshing. Not refreshing. It's just consistently good. It's not often you're shocked mm-hmm. in Demon Slayer. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's it's even. Consistently even. And I was just kind of like, whoa, okay. Like, this... <laughs> This is where we're going. So it was it was kind of nice, you know?
0: No, I, I agree with you. I think we talked a, bit, a little bit about battle shounens and a lot of the tropes and beats they follow. And, and Demon Slayer is uh, new and invigorating and innovative. But, you know, sometimes you can predict where it's going and there's not anything necessarily wrong with that. But, but I agree. Like, I think we both knew something was coming. We just didn't know what. And the mm-hmm. way it happened the same, form of what was coming. Yeah. yeah, same here. I had no, you know, well, I mean, how could you have an inkling that it was going to go this way? Um, you know, there's I've got some questions about it too. I don't know if it's perfect uh, mm. either and, you know, I, agree. I, I think we're both uh, we both clearly are pretty big fans of this show uh, based on the fact that we have a podcast on it. Um, but that said, like I think it's important to nitpick and be like did this work? Did it not? Um are there problems with it? Um but but we'll get to that uh, in due time. So episode starts off with like a recap of what happened last week, of course. Um, <laughs> the norm, the, the De- norm it's now become yeah. the demon slayer. norm. Quick way to burn two minutes and get you upset watching the time go by. <laughs> um, then we got uh, the intro, and then uh, then it's back to business for Nezuko and uh, and Daki. This is a pretty great fight, yeah. um, and I think it's They're like one sided. Yeah, super one-sided. And I think, like, there's confusion here. And, I mean, I I think that's intentional, right? Like, we don't know how or why Nezuko is the way that she is. Mm -hmm. But I'm assuming that we're meant to be curious, right? And I'm assuming that we're going to get some answers. Yeah. Does it feel like this is going to boil down to her heritage for you?
1: I honestly don't know. Um, I think... (laughs) I think it's going to matter. I think it's going to make more sense when we know why this was triggered. Like, mm-hmm. if this was just her trying to rise to the occasion to save Tanjiro, or if there was something else. Like, you know, I'm wondering if there's almost going to be like a rage or like a backflash or like, um not a backflash. What the fuck am I talking about? Flashback? A flashback. To, like, I wonder if there's almost like an inciting incident that we're not seeing. That kind of kicked this off, you know, or if it was just like her, you know, trying to rise to the occasion to save her brother. So it's, I'm not, I'm not too sure. Like I said, this, it's, it's weird because like, it's interesting and we were kind of excited to see like some progression with Nezuko, but it kind of feels like empty calories by the Mm -hmm. end of the episode. Um, There's points later in the episode I feel is not as like this whole Nezuko situation. I think didn't work completely towards the end of the, by the end of the episode. Mm. But up top, I, I was kind of worried. You know, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's just so vague at this point, right? Like it was like a power upgrade. There's no, like I said, there's no inciting incident for the upgrade other than the fact that like Tandre was about to catch one, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, they, I think they tried um, the, if we go back a bit and we go to last episode or the, or the one before that whenever Tanjiro has his moment mm. and uh Vivian our social media uh, guru has told me in a non-spoiler way that like you know I was calling it Tanjiro's like berserker form she said like some people call it a, an awakened form mm. um, and that's I don't think very spoilery he, he clearly no. went through a transformation right sure um, but this like awakened form that he had um, I think you can see like it's very linear. It's like he watches innocent people die, yeah. he gets angry, Docie taunts him, says they're not worth it, you know what I mean? He gets angrier, and eventually you get here. Yeah. Right? And like and he loses control and and now now we're now we're in this room. Now we're in this place. I think Demon Slayer, like the show tried to like narrate like mm-hmm. do you remember that weird kind of clumsy cut in that episode right before Nezuko's transformation? They're like, oh, it's like a memory of a different sibling that Tanjiro had talking about how, oh, Nezuko was really mean once because she had to save yeah. an innocent person. It was very, you know, clumsy. It was weird. And I, I think what they were trying to say that is like, when a nice, kind-hearted person gets angry, that's scary. Mm. And we just saw evidence of that with Tanjiro. Yeah. So, like, it felt to me like they were trying to, like, pawn that off and be like it's more or less the same thing going on with Nezuko. Where the the... Uh, You know like the power boost and the leaves and the decor and and all that stuff comes from i have no idea
1: it feels aesthetic more the progression you know what i mean Yeah. it was just like to not not it sounds bad to say like not to fill the scene but it was to make the scene bigger almost yeah they both get a transformation yeah
0: yeah um but but whatever you know maybe we'll learn about what how and why and what um and you know to to be determined um okay so moving on she starts to really enjoy this um which i didn't see you know to be fair i didn't see that coming i thought it just like this could have gone in so many directions and her like kind of giving into her demonism and like enjoying the fight and being kind of cruel about it um and then ultimately ultimately getting tempted by human blood i have to be honest like i it's so obvious it works and it felt like a duh moment i was like i didn't even think of that (laughs) There's a scene, there's a moment in, um, cause I didn't catch it the first time around, but the second time
1: I watched the episode, I had headphones on. Hmm. And, um, the, when Nezuko, I think after she, like, sends Doki like, whipping across town and she follows suit and she catches that first whiff of human blood. Yeah. And she's kind of staring at them. Dave, with headphones on. The sound design—you can see her her teeth like chomping. Yeah, I she heard was, like, it trying yeah. to trying to resist, and I was like, like oh shivering
0: my. that sound almost.
1: It, but it was like it was just such a like a brute like crunch sound or like you know like teeth on teeth, and I was like, holy fuck, like that was yeah like that like it's not. Yeah. it was it was terrifying. It was again sound design reigns supreme in anime. Um, <sighs> like the little the little things can just make a scene bigger than it needs, or it makes it, it takes it just to that finish line, you know.
0: Yeah, I gotta so. say. I, I agree. That worked for me. Her, her like, evil, coy little laughs worked mm. for me. Uh, low-key... Well, no, not low-key. Moderate-key. Key. Annoyed that, like, they didn't give her a single line, just because, like, I thought this would maybe be the moment we could give her a voice actor, like, a, a, a speaking role. Throw her bone. You yeah. know, maybe there's reason for this, and, like, to be fair, like, what they do with Nezuko's sound design, as you just mentioned, is, like, pretty fantastic. Like, the way they get a lot out of a character that has no words yeah um and she has a personality and all of that comes through without a single line i just thought like well this is the moment it's a transformation she literally bit through her bamboo mouthpiece thing like if she's gonna say something even if it's like while she's like turned and evil let it be that like that would be a fun twist like oh the first words she finally speaks are like i'm gonna fucking eat you (laughs) Yeah, completely, yeah, yeah, sh- for the shock factor. Yeah, I
1: think, like because I think we were shocked as it was, but I think that definitely would have just tipped it over and they're like, oh fuck, okay. Like,
0: um, yeah. Anyway, I guess we'll see where that goes. Um, so the next moment is Tenjiro being unconscious and he's woken up by his brother, um, his deceased brother. I don't know. Do you? I think I'm realizing, and I feel silly for not realizing this, but you know, they've used this trope now or this trick two episodes in a row. Yeah where the deceased sibling wakes you up. But I forgot, all the way back in, um, what was it? You know, in the movie, his father is the one who speaks to him through the dream. Mm-hmm. And in episode 19 of episode, season 1, when they have that big fight with Ryu, um, Tendro's mother speaks to Nezuko to help her get her blood demon art. Like, it, it's like a lot of these deceased family members kind of like reaching... From you know what I mean, like from beyond the grave to like help them out at these really pivotal moments.
1: Also, too, like it could just be because you know how you know like the you know the artists of the show or the creators of the show come out and saying like all the effects we're seeing like that's not actually happening. You know, it's yeah. kind of just like visual yeah, yeah, flair for the yeah. show. But also, too, when you think about it, like it's a lot of introspection in the show, specifically you know you know Tanjiro and it could go for Nezuko too. It could just be the way they're raised. But like when. In Mugen Train, you know, when, when, when Tanjiro is asleep and he goes into that waking dream, essentially, right? Like, he clearly has, like, a deep connection to his family, you know. Oh, maybe, yeah. All, like, the massacre side and all that. So, maybe it's just one of those things that, you know, maybe he, it's just him being conscious enough to, like, think on something like that. It could be, like, you know, an imagination. That's kind of what I'm chalking all that up to because they are going back to it a lot. Um and it worked. The thing that did not work for me, though, it's not the fact that his brother, like, spoke to him from beyond the grave or whatever, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's... He was... I, it just... It kind of annoys me that he was so gassed from that throwdown with Doki, where he mm. clearly, like, he was not going to get... He's been in situations where he's pushed himself before, and he hasn't moved for, like, days or whatever. Yeah. And just all of a sudden, he's up, and, like, now we're going to continue this arc. And I'm not saying he should have been out for the rest of the arc. It just it kind of makes his moment of like throwing down with dak or docy like a little less than.
0: yeah if like the punishment isn't as severe because yeah. we, we got a lot and you would think that that would just destroy him but but you know i maybe, understand the show has to move forward yeah. i get i get the plot has to continue
1: but it, it is just i don't know it seems weird to me
0: I, I will throw them one bone in their defense they go out of their way to give Tanjiro and Co. a training montage between every arc. That's true. But, you know, a lot of shows don't do that. Um, I mean, they don't, you know, they don't have the time or whatever. But between, you know, the forest arc and the movie, they gave him, like, a several-month-long one. Between mm-hmm. uh, Mugen Train and this, they gave him a really long one. Maybe he's starting to figure it out, um, or maybe he's able to recover quickly. He did the whole recovery breathing in this fight, um, but obviously... That was before he he went berserker mode or whatever, but, but anyway, I, I get what you're. Saying. I will
1: like, and as the as we continue our talk, there is a part two to this, which I do like, and it kind of makes more sense. But um, he, well, yeah. uh it's it's more, it, it, it you know, harkens back to the fight of like him and him and Ducky and kind of the significance of that fight and how it didn't really matter in the end, which I kind of, you know, I was afraid to show the power creep. Was like coming too fast, you know? mm-hmm. like, how, like he's just you know thrown down with an upper six like this, and obviously we find out why. But it's I think it all kind of makes more sense in the grand scheme, grand scheme now. Yeah,
0: and I think there's a chance he might be down for the count. Like even after the events of like the ending of this episode, I think it might just be Tengen and the other and Ineske and, and Zenitsu, and they they kind of need some screen time, so that may all yes. work out. Um, but w- but we'll get there. Um, now eventually, uh, Daki does like peel her face from the pavement um and is uh she cuts nezuko up real good um but then her blood you know i'm gonna race through this a little bit because we do got to get moving sure um but nezuko's blood like congeals Mm. super weird and then uses her blood demon art to set daki on fire and like a pretty well animated like fire tornado (laughs) unreal um love that i love the fire tornado i love daki you know being set ablaze i love how scary she looks afterwards and i love the flashback of that we i hope we learn more about um because she talks about be- remembering being burned
1: and the view of
0: like a samurai
1: or or, or sorry yeah. a samurai like whether it's a demon slayer or just someone with a sword yeah um
0: and there's a second hand in that flashback like her holding on to someone so you know fair <laughs> enough what about this blood congealing thing? Like, did I loved you, it. that worked for you?
1: I really, I I think it made sense. It was, it was so unique. It was something that we hadn't seen, but it was. It almost seemed like it was part two because the same trick happened to Docky, like the previous episode. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, Tandra goes for the, uh, goes for the kill, and then the, the belt kind of you know acts as like a spinal yeah. cord or whatever you want to call it. So it was. I feel like we hadn't just seen that moment with Dockey, which I think was cooler, like the way they played it, because Tandra had to overcome. You know the belt and like that, or that move that she did. Mm-hmm. It was Nesco was just like a one trick thing, and then the fight kind of resumed, and it was it was over shortly True. after that. But um, I thought I thought it was cool considering like her blood demon art is blood related
0: that's a good point
1: right so it, it kind of theme, the, like theme wise I think it works for her character but uh. yeah.
0: I was also thinking like maybe and this might be a stretch and I don't know if we'll ever get confirmation like maybe somehow it's related to the fact that she's never consumed a human like human yeah. blood like Could be. maybe I don't know I, for some reason that's what came to mind I was like oh well she's, she's kind of playing by a different set of rules mm-hmm. than every other demon right so maybe as a result her powers will as well I, I don't know um this is where stuff kind of gets pretty intense you know um ducky's burns don't heal so now she just looks like she's gone like full uh fully she looks like unhinged yeah she looks like our... <laughs> oh god yeah <laughs> half bacon half demon
1: yeah oh yeah I, that was like the visual like when she kind of reappears in her eye. like you know she's wide-eyed and you know bearing her gums and her teeth. oh that, that, that was good I was like, oh, why a number was done on you? Yeah, you
0: know? i I like her slow descent into madness because um, they did a good job with Daki specifically. I think, like you know, this sort of air of superiority and yeah. and being frightening, and uh, in the first several episodes that we met her in. Um, into where she is by the end of this episode and even in this moment like what is go? what happened shrieking. to you
1: she's shrieking oh she's know? pissed the the voice actor is killing it and i have this in, like in in my notes here like the the range on this voice actor is dude you know and it's anime agree. as a whole like you, you go for, it's so funny one of my funny one of the references i go to is the voice actor for levi uh, in attack on Titan is also like one of the, the main characters in Haikyuu mm-hmm. and you know if you didn't look it up you'd have no idea which character is he in highQ he's the assistant coach got glasses like, yeah I know like you wouldn't know you genuinely wouldn't know so like range oh, wow. range within the genre itself is like quite fast and you see it from show to show to show there's others that have like their consistent tone mm-hmm. yada 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 the voice actor and I, I wish I had her name in front of mm-hmm. me in this character alone in these series of episodes the range the up and the down and like the kate it's fucking
0: phenomenal it's one, yeah, of, the, she's it's really one of the best
1: performances i've seen in a long time I,
0: I know she's a big deal because i remember that it like her casting as Docie was a big deal because i yeah, remember the, yeah. the, the the subreddit um was like oh this is you know Docie's such an important character we need someone big to do her justice and then everyone was like happy that this particular voice actor got the gig
1: all right. On so, I think she's I'm she's known away. to be great.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, you know, she gets knocked into a home. She's all scary and bloody, etc cetera. Um, and then that, this is where things go kind of sideways because uh, a human is there who got hurt by you know all this commotion, and Nezuko more or less loses control. Um, Tendro has been awakened by his uh, dead brother, so he shows up just in the nick of time to save her, but he can't fight Daki and restrain Nezuko at the same time because Nezuko has just completely lost it she has yeah. no sense of self you know just white eyes gone kind of rabid yeah she's gone she's gone rabid and just as uh, Daki is attacking finally after three episodes of roof running Tengen has arrived <laughs> <laughs> it's like Goku char- charging the fucking spirit bomb here it's yeah, like all I'm right how funny. old how long are we gonna play this out His
1: legs like are successfully stretched
0: yeah. yeah imagine he shows up he's like I'm exhausted can we just hang out for a minute um, but yeah, Tengen arrives, slashes the robes as they're coming in to attack the two of them. Um, and, and sort of, and sort of saves the day. And I then love he, how he ahead.
1: swoops in and immediately, like, it, it feels like at no point has he ever faced Daki. He just he's facing Tanjiro and Nesuko. Back to like, her he's, immediately. He's like right to a crouch, like looking at the two of them. Like he just, you know, it's, it was, it was like, oh, this dude is, he's kind of, like a baller in like in, oh, like in his dude. own way, like the, He's a the machismo, total baller, bro. The machismo of them, and just like the again his cadence too. Like he, the way it's funny. Fantastic I find, voice actor on him. Fantastic. Yes, it's very similar to in- Inosuke in a lot of way where he can yeah. kind of like blend the the gruff serious tone to like kind of a goofy like you know it's it's really 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 like it's it's so weird because we're in the middle of like a high action scenario, but they get a lot of talking in a lot of dialogue, and it's just. It, it's all over the place in a really good way, you know. It's they,
0: they pull the yeah. same gag with Tengen almost every time he's on screen where they yeah. do that like comedic style of animation. Yeah. Um you know, we were talking about full metal alchemist before we went to air, and they, they do quite a bit of that and it's usually well paced and, and, and has to be well timed and that I think is tricky, otherwise things start to feel corny. But like Tengen's like simultaneously like the badass, like you just said, yeah. but also like the diffuser of tension. Like, yeah. he just arrives, and it's like, now I'm going to scold you for Nezuko losing her shit.
1: I love when he's scolding them, and they go to that, like, kind of, you know, the animation style changes. Yeah. They also do it for Nezuko as well. Like, yes. Kinda, <laughs> I was laughing at that. It's like, I hate all the... I don't hate, but, like, sometimes the show... It's trying to tell you one thing, but there's all this other set dressing that you want to also visually see, and you're trying to read at the same time and take it all in. It's just you got it. I find Demon Slayer you have to rewatch because the they details jam, they jam pack so much into a single fucking totally. Frame, you know, it's, it's but it's fun that way. It's yeah, a lot, a lot of Easter eggs for the fans. Um,
0: to pick up on what you were saying, yeah, like he just immediately gives his back to Dockey the disrespect. Yeah, uh, but but he's checking on the other two, right? And but she. You know, he sort of is dismissive, and we realize that he's already cut her head off. Yeah. And this is where, like, these twists... Well, it's not immediately. It actually takes a couple minutes to get to the twist, but this is where things kind of go off the rails. I think this is the dead giveaway of, like, okay, wait. Something's about to happen. Yeah. But, you know, you're not a genius for figuring that out, right? Because it's in front of your face. Mm -hmm. Um, Quick flash to Inosuke and Zenitsu. um, (laughs) Still on their way. Zenitsu's still asleep. We need to set up an over or under for the next time he actually speaks. Or the next time he's awake. Because this has been a very long time.
1: I think we have two more episodes of him asleep.
0: You think like, uh, two more he's going to get involved in the action? And just like a requirement for him being active is him being asleep. Mm-hmm. So you think he stays asleep?
1: I think he stays asleep, yeah. I think... I don't know why... Because he has had... like He's had one moment in like the... I guess the this arc this arc he had you know he had like the like the guitar stuff and lo- oh, a lot true. of the comedy bits at the beginning of the season but his only like real like action moment is down in like the den essentially mm-hmm. like the the cave or whatever they had a nickname for it essentially the the butcher shop or whatever you want for all the, the lost souls there but you know i think i genuinely believe Zenitsu is going to be like play a huge part in the throwdown of these mm-hmm. two just because of his speed right like you know inosuke yeah. is fast and Tengen is like clearly very fast but zenitsu is kind of like hard to keep your eyes on so yeah they've teed up a lot of like speed is going to be really important going into like this next fight so i think
0: it'd be interesting it at the same time um i don't want them to have written themselves into a corner and only be allowed to use zenitsu unconscious and without dialogue Mm. it would be a pretty significant character development moment if he was conscious and willingly fought yeah and was able to actually contribute. You know what I mean? Because like, we know he can contribute. Absolutely. He just has to be unconscious to do it. <laughs> um, so it would be a pretty big moment if he woke up and like made the choice. Because, you know, for, if we forget, he had a pretty great moment of standing up to Doki yeah. earlier in the season. And Absolutely. that was, like, the most balls we've ever seen on him. That was real courage, real bravery. Granted, he got his shit rocked for it. Big time. Yeah. But that's, like... That, but you know, he was in,
1: he was also in a corner and he was in a position where yeah. the, like potentially other people's lives were yeah. were at stake. So you you know, also unarmed yeah. as well. So. And
0: but I think you'll agree like it's probably more admirable to make the choice conscious and lose yeah. than to be, do it unconsciously and win all the time. You know what yeah. I mean? Absolutely. Um okay, so this is all happening, Tengen arrives, Doki's heads in her lap. She's throwing tantrums, uh, but we still got Nezuko to deal with. This is where we get uh, this childhood lullaby. goes going crazy. She's headbutting Tandro's, probably broke his nose. Mm. She, you know, bashes them out um, into the street. You know, they fall out of this house and then eventually gets through to her. She remembers her mother, her childhood. She tears up, shrinks into fun size mm-hmm. um, and all that. Did this stuff work for you?
1: Yeah. I. You know, it's it kind of, you know... It made sense to, like, you know, the the lore of the show and kind of what they've teed up with the family stuff. You know, kind of what we were saying earlier. But um, it kind of just seemed like, yeah, we got to fucking move this. We got to keep, you know, like, we yeah. got other shit to deal with. Like, it didn't feel rushed. It felt adequate. But it's just like, okay, now we're going to put Nezuko away for four or five episodes. Yeah. And that's um, kind of yeah. what didn't work for me. Like, getting her to sleep and get her to calm down, that worked. But, like, the fact that she's now just out again mm-hmm. seems, I don't know. Convenient. It's, convenient there's a lot of con- i find when it comes to tanjo and nezuko these past few episodes there's just for this it it kind of like plot armor in a different sense you know what i mean
0: well it's almost yeah. the mechanic right yeah. like the, like i don't know if i fault them for it in this arc because like it's kind of always i don't want to call it lazy but like they no. kind of designed it this way sure They're like there's this character who's going to drive the plot of the show but we're only going to use her when we want and mm-hmm. we need a good reason to sideline her. It's their rules, right? The, the other 75% of the time or whatever yeah. it is. Because, you know what I mean? Like, think about how much screen time she actually gets. Or, yeah, pivotal moments, time she gets. It's not a it's lot. Just,
1: she's starting to feel, like, after this episode, you know, this this isn't a big deal. But going forward, depending how they use her and ha- handle her again, I'm, I just don't want her to become a trump card every time.
0: Yeah, or a one-trick pony.
1: Oh, exactly so you know and it's funny enough because Daki calls that out a few times like the kick so, oh the kick yeah that's true you, you know so I don't think it'll be that but I feel like if the next time it occurs and it, it is kind of just like alright we're going to unload Nezuko and she has control this time then she's going to go wait and sleep again like you know it's just it, it, it's not that it's getting boring it's just like let's you know let's bring her in like if she's going to be in keep her in you know it's I understand like the lore and the situation and all that and I think there's going to be more 10 can actually teased up something interesting where it kind of comes off as like a funny moment, but he's berating them saying like, what was with all that grandstanding at, you know, in front of the master oh, about yeah. like, you know, all this and that. So I think there might be some repercussions of what happened with her. It's not just going to get swept under the rug. Certainly possible. Know? Like, you know, you
0: were saying, sorry to cut you off, but you nope. were saying that Tengen himself may be in some deep shit. I think so. I think
1: there's going to be like another backup at the, um, not, not his story the, uh, the Asteria house or yeah. what do they call Or the, the temple out in the woods. Yeah, there. Yeah, I, yeah. I think there's going to be another meeting with the master and all that. And
0: I would, I hope we see him in this season. Yeah. We've seen him yeah, once yeah. for God's sake, mm-hmm. you know, One twice signif- if you count the yeah. movie.
1: Sure. But, uh, I don't know. I think I'm more interested about when the dust settles with this arc and, yeah you know last time it kind of felt clumsy there was like two episodes at the end of season one two three episodes where it was kind of just them recouping and figure some shit out yeah and like it worked in certain areas but it, it definitely dragged i'm actually hoping we get those two three episodes yeah. again just to kind of talk about yeah. what has taken place you know
0: I, I agree i'd love to catch up with the rest of the Hashira, catch up with the leader guy do all that stuff Very curious if Tengen's even alive by the time we get there. Mm, That's Um, also true. There's a lot that's just sort of out uh, that is still a question mark. Okay. Um, Back to the events of the episode. Tengen and Daki continue to argue after Nezuko's been put to bed. This is great. They're just
1: bitching at each other. I love it.
0: Um, Like, I I really, really want to emphasize my props that I give the show. Because, like, making this funny... It sounds obvious now that it's in retrospect and it is mm-hmm. funny, but I think it's hard. Like the, the tone switching this show does, and specifically how they pull it off with Tengen, I think is really impressive. Yeah. Um, there's all this back and forth, I'm not going to read it line by line, but it's great. Um, eventually, finally, we get the reveal. Um, she's not disintegrating, we're all wondering what the hell's going on, then she cries for her brother, who seems to come out of her back. Mm. Um, Tengen, you know props doesn't uh, hesitate he's sick of scenes so when
1: he almost has the neck oh <laughs> dude Fuck. he
0: goes for the kill real quick yeah but uh, you know he doesn't miss the what's his face gets out of the way in time and and you know Pat he's got uh, docking in a corner the voice acting on this guy immediately I, I don't even want to do an impression nice. um, but just like this it's whiny creepy, creepy. It's, yeah. uh so do you know who mm.
1: else he voices it's totally like fuck off is it someone I, I, I know um it's it's kind of like a deep cut character from attack on Titan but okay I I looked it up because it's like who does this guy like this is such a performance I gotta know what this guy does he does Marco <laughs> wow <laughs> I know
0: the <laughs> most white bread character <laughs> You know, <laughs> an Attack on Titan ever only in a season or two. That's hilarious. Yeah, because this Important is such a standout. Yeah, it's funny performance. Um, you know, the obviously uh, really quick just to mention the first thing that is incredibly noticeable is like he's like emaciated, malnourished. He's, yeah. he's disgusting looking. He's got cuts and gouges all over him. He, you can see him gouging himself, like scratching very, at himself, like opening Shigaraki. up wounds. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, he's literally just skin on bones. And he somehow heals Doki's, like, burns, like, by touching her. Yeah. Um, and, and that's a little bit, uh, creepy as well. Um, he's got the upper six marker in his eyeball as well. Um, Tengen rushes in for an attack. It's deflected, and he actually gets cut himself. Mm. So that's a big...
1: Or, no, he attacks Tengen, I believe. I think he, he makes a move on Tengen. And Tengen defends himself.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. But, um... But there is a cut, right? Tengen yes, gets yeah, a yeah. gets a cut, and I think that's like a big tone set. And then there's like this fun monologue. I'm, I'm debating on how much detail we should go in. There's a lot. There's a lot going on here. It's it's yeah. action packed. It's it's an amazing part of, of the episode. This guy is disgusting. Oh, his name is Giotaro, by the way. Yeah.
1: So there's a, a couple of really interesting things I noticed about the character off the bat. Just kind of like because it is it's it's funny because usually when you get a big bad reveal like this you know it's 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 trickle fed a little bit and yeah. you, you get a look you get this guy right up front you get like three and a half minutes with him before yeah. like any real action like it's a lot of dialogue a lot of like getting to know him and his quick obsession with how with... beautiful tingen is and how much that so irritates him i'm wondering because if he's a like, you know if he's presiding inside you know daki and the obsession of like beauty and the, you know the looks, I think the reason Doki was only eating beautiful people is at this guy's request. Interesting.
0: That's an interesting thought.
1: You know, so like just because he just all he talks about is the height and the looks and the muscle tone and this and that, and you know Daki had that obsession as well too, because you know not all demons are only like settle for. Obviously, they're always trying to yeah. eat more, more powerful people and all that to to bring up their power or whatnot. But huh. Uh, so there was that. I just the obsession thing. And then also, too, like, because we had noticed the color contrast of Daki when she threw down Tanjiro originally. She had, like, the green tint to her hair. Yep. His hair was green. So yep. I, th- I thought that was, like, kind of, like, you know, a little Easter egg for probably manga readers of, like, oh, like, there's the coloring of his hair kind of mm-hmm. coming out through her and all that. The brother-sister thing. So it's, I don't know. It's, but, man, the emaciation, like, the way, he, like, he just carves at
0: himself. Ugh. It's, ugh, it's so gross. It It yeah. is gross. It's disturbing. So... A couple things. Um, at, at, at first, I was like, do we think he's sickly-looking because, like, is like, soaking up all the beauty if they're one person? But then again, maybe not. Um, mm. I, have a th- I have a question slash theory. Okay. Um, so, at first, I was low-key a little bit annoyed that there are somehow two of them and that we broke the, like, decapitation rule. Um, and also that like it felt like a bit of a retcon i was like well how can there how can two people be one person Mm. it i don't know if this is a retcon but this is awfully convenient for a twist you know what i mean um but then okay so the only theory i've got that maybe explains this and this is a stretch but i just thought about it while you were talking is like maybe they were burned to death together and this is Mm. gory for whatever reason like as humans maybe they were they died in a fire or they or they were incredibly you know like they they got burned to a crisp together and like fused by flame it could be and maybe that's when they were turned by muzan
1: okay so was there not a moment when um was there not a moment when uh right before Doc, he destroys the street, right? She's like complain. you know, Tandra's like, why would you do this to the people? Or no, she does destroy the street and she's like walking away or whatever. Yeah. And she makes a reference to, you know, people are, like her whole spiel that she does and there's some flashbacks from her mind mm-hmm. and how weak people are. Is there not like an emaciated person like dying in, the hallway in a hallway? Yeah. House? There's, Is there's that, there's I'm people all if that's, over. I'm wondering, yeah. but I think it's like, I think it's like her in the street, and then yeah. him, maybe it's him in the house.
0: It, that certainly sounds possible. It could be just
1: like they were turned at the same time, and, and the state that they're <sighs> in prior is kind of like what their
0: effects are. I don't but know. why would they be one person? You know what I mean? Like, what sense does? I'm I'm just trying to figure out. Could be a learned blood art, you know. Yeah, you do that too. Because Dem, you know, Dengan says something like, "Is the brother the main unit?" Because I decapitated mm. you right yeah. you should like by every rule to show you should be dead so yeah. he's like is the brother the main one and you have to beat him to kill them both if that's the rule then like fine but the why is the big question that i have um what makes two people like he the last episode the last line of the episode is the thing about us is that we're two people in one that's what gyotaro says to says mm-hmm. to tengen while he's got daki on his back why how Hmm. Where they turned together? Did they? Yeah, I hope the reveal is worth it. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, a friend on uh, a friend of the show on Reddit, someone said uh, said to us as we were as I was mentioning uh, the show was, and I. I did look around to try and verify this so i'm just trusting an internet stranger here okay. but someone says uh gyutaro the name was what they called people who collect debt in the red light district of japan so you could say that gyutaro is Doki's pimp in a manner of speaking uh,
1: that checks out i think
0: um even if it's not true like, yeah kinda, it kind of works you kind of see it right because yeah. like she does she loses this fight and then she's like moaning to him like oh i lost and he's like, okay, don't worry. I'm going to make it okay. I'm oh, going to go beat was, up like, these people.
1: Rubbing her face. Like, you're so small-minded. All I have is your <laughs> beauty. Oh, yeah. I can definitely see that. My stupid stuff right sister
0: there. can't figure it out. Ah,
1: that's so gross.
0: Um, so that's, you know, that might be apt. Um, I don't know if that's a spoiler. I hope not. It was like an anime-only thread, but you never know. Mm. Um, so he vows for revenge. I, I got to say, we got to briefly mention the amazing animation quality of his, like, sickle-like boomerangs. Yeah. Um, his blood bending thing, almost Avatar, uh, Last yeah. Airbender like, um, and I think Tengen has some of the best animation frames in the whole episode. The flash bombs.
1: Yeah, him slam or like, you know, shooting the bombs off, yeah. with his have bleeds, you know, yeah. blow the floor out and attack them. Oh, that was that was some good shit.
0: That was amazing, dude. Um, I, I'm so excited to see more of him. Um, Inusuke and Zenitsu do arrive. They say that they're going to cover for Tendro while he puts Nezuko back in her box. Permission granted. That was funny. I also loved Inusuke's, like, I'll, I don't know, he says something like, I'll do this, but he goes, like, in a flashy way. Like, you can see Tengen really rubbing off on him specifically.
1: Yeah. It's so funny because they're all finding their parallels in the Hashiras that they're meeting. Yeah, you know, I like, can't yeah. really clicked with, you know, uh, Rengoku. Rengoku and you can tell Inosuke is kind of clinging to uh, Tengen a little bit. It's it's kind of interesting. You know, you know the elders, ahead. right? El- elders are important. Yeah. So,
0: you know who, okay, maybe uh, Inosuke or maybe Zenitsu will click with the next one. And a fun guessing game might be like which one does he click with?
1: Oh, that is interesting. That is I
0: fun. my first thought was the Mist Hashira, the really spacey kid. Who's no? like, "Hey, oh, that cloud looks like a like he has like really weird lines." Yeah. But then I just thought of they have like a fucking waifu character Hashira kind of forced in there. If you think oh. back all the way to season 1, she's the one girl pink and green hair, yeah. Yes, pink and green hair and all she does is sort of remark on how cool everybody else is and she's yeah. kind of uh obsessive. I maybe Zenitsu would be kind of like that because mm. he's obsessive. Um it's I don't so know. Because I have to... Well, I don't have to. But I have a feeling that we may just be teaming up with Hashiras going up against upper, going up against upper ranks from here on out. I'm not yeah. necessarily... I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it might be a semi-safe bet, though. I have officially... I have
1: kind of checked out on the... Not the story progression of the show, but of, like, more like the set dressing is just going to be what it is each season like I'm not trying to think too far ahead because it it almost seems like there's too much content for the timeline we're
0: on yeah and I feel like
1: I'm just going to stress myself out trying to like figure it out like the head canon of it all yeah um, I
0: get I I totally know what you mean and I feel the um, same way
1: I do I do feel like they are like their mentors are imprinting on them like the Lord of the Mountain shit has been hilarious every episode like Inosuke you know he's kept calling the Lord of the Festival he's calling himself Lord of the Mountain it's
0: Lord Inosuke yeah like uh there's, one of the good ones that got me with Inosuke is when they show up, and Zenitsu's there, and Tanjiro goes Zenitsu, are you asleep? And obviously he doesn't answer, but doesn't matter because Inosuke just jumps into frame with his yep. laugh. Ah, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: funny. Like it's no, I, funny. Like it, that little cackle he gets. Like I, even too. There's a moment where Zenitsu hears. Um, I think it's Tanjiro getting slammed to a building. Like I think when he's trying to hold back Nezuko. Yes. And Zenitsu picks up on the sound, you know, because he's got the hearing and all that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he kind of, like, looks in the direction, Inosuke is like, ah, you got the scent, eh? And then, like, (laughs) he does does his evil cackle and he fucks off. It's so, it's priceless. I love it. His
0: cackle is very funny. Um, Props on making that funny. Um, Okay, episode ends on uh, more flash bombs. I got to say the animation on the flash bombs, like, I, I mentioned that earlier, but there's one moment where he, like, throws them, and, like, he detects... Almost like via like sonar that mm-hmm. most of the people in the building have fled. It reminded me of uh, Batman: uh, The Dark Knight Rises. Remember like that, like when uh, oh, Christian yes. Bale's Batman like has sonar. It was it was like almost that kind of animation. It was really beautiful. Yeah. Um, and then and then uh, you know the Tengen's last line uh, because Giottaro is saved by Daki, and she, you know she's got the robes and she's on his back. And he says, "Well, I can tell it's not going to be a walk in the park." I love that. Uh, I love that animation. I love the line. I'm incredibly excited for next week, and that's where the episode ends. I
1: love uh, evil Tanjiro and Nezuko. Yeah, yeah, it's so funny. Her like riding backpack, ride Chuck, or uh, <laughs> riding his back, just like Nezuko does. It's that's pretty so funny. funny. There's so many. There's so many like parallels in the show. Whether it we're just drawing them ourselves, but it's it's been such a heavy reference. Mm-hmm. A couple episodes a good run of like very like you know reliant on other characters and like you know the you know the comparisons and of each other on opposite sides it's 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 really interesting stuff man like i know it's all it's been a lot of action and you know it's it's kind of hard to get you get caught up in that but there's so much other stuff peppered in these episodes that just fill it out into a bigger batter episode It's, it's fucking awesome
0: big time dude um yeah man i i love this um great episode um that's probably we could probably call it here right yeah i think so um thank you guys for listening if you've made it this far um right after we hit stop on this one we are going to talk about uh, attack on titan episode 18 of season four and that will drop uh you know a day after this demon slayer podcast is out um if you're new here we are following both weekly we're anime only's of both weekly um and we're gonna cover them both while they're while they're both on so um if you're an anime fan you're eating good um Definitely check us out on uh, Instagram at part-time otaku podcast or just search us or, you know, do the social media thing and support, et cetera. Um, Shouts out to everybody on Reddit that we talked to this week. And uh, thank you again for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Cheers.